we want to bring people along for the journey. A lot of people don't have farms. They live in a city like me. And so your farm is absolutely amazing. And you, they learn your, your pet's names. They learn all the names of the animals. They learn, they know a lot about you. And um, yeah, we, we're going to share something with you guys that, that, that is, is kind of heartbreaking, but it's a great lesson for all of you, for all the farm animals and for all of you. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Happy to have Carrie back with me for this podcast. It's always, I say it, I say it every time. I'm going to say it again. It is. It's, it's a lot of fun with you. I know that I've had a couple of guests on here lately uh, because our lives have been hard to coordinate, but we are back and boy, we've got a good one for you today. Carrie, I love the way we get all these podcast ideas from your farm. I know. We do. There, it's it's a wealth of life lessons and exciting uh, times here at the Thompson uh, Rusty Plow Farm. You know, Kentucky made us pick a name for our farm, and there was talk of many names. Uh, Thompson Farm was taken because Thompson is so common. If it were the Terhurst Farm, we might would have been fine, but Thompson. And we looked at all. Anyway, we have an old plow in the front. Um, and so we called it Thompson's rusty plow farm, but just whatever we want to call it, but there's lots of life lessons here. So this one, this lesson, Christy, sadly comes out of a sad thing that happened recently that I believe at the time of this recording, I have, I shared with some people, not everybody on Instagram, you know, you have to be really careful on Instagram sharing stuff. People cry. They get very, very hurt. We, you know, I mean, you know, like you recently have had some things happen and people are like, I'm sitting here crying. And you were like, I'm not even crying about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People get very, they get very invested in your life because we do, we, we share our lives with people and we, we want to bring people along for the journey. A lot of people don't have farms. They live in a city like me. And so your farm is absolutely amazing. And you, they learn your, your pet's names. They learn all the names of the animals. They learn, they know a lot about you. And um, yeah, we, we're going to share something with you guys that, that, that is, it's kind of heartbreaking, but it's a great lesson for all of you, for all the farm animals and for all of you. So the way, the way this works is um, I have three peacocks, Bowen, Luke, Duke, um, they're brothers. I bought them when they were just like a six months old. And then I have a female peacock and her name is Daisy Duke. Hashtag child of the eighties. Yes. <laughs> just the good old boys. Oh boy, that's right. <clears throat> yes. So anyway, we, um, I love, you know, Dukes of hazard. So they've all been fine. When you first get a peacock, Chrissy, um, and this relates to code red as well. When you first get a peacock, you have to lock that peacock in the barn. Um, not, not in a cage, not in a confined space, but yeah, it has to be locked in the barn for the first couple of months. So it realizes that that is home and it doesn't fly off. And once you do that, you can do that with any bird. Some birds learn faster. Some birds are slow learners. As we have found in code red, some people learn fast. Some people learn slow chickens. They get it right away. You lock them up one night, the next night, they're going to be back to lay their eggs and sleep. Like they're fine. Guineas, 
guinea fowl, a little bit more stupid. Sorry for all the guineas lovers out there. Um, they take months. Like you have to lock them up for at least three months. Well, peacocks are very expensive, uh, at least when I first got Bo and Luke and Daisy. And so I've had people, you know, report $500 flying away goodbye. And they just go live somewhere else. Well, these are big birds. They can fly high. Um, they can live in trees. So they're not like little chickens. So anyway, Bo and Luke Duke have lived very happy, peaceful lives, calling each other, wandering around the farm with no problems for the past year and a half. Until recently, one of the dogs decided to uh, chase one of them, Bo or Luke. I never could tell them apart, but we'll say, we'll say Bo Duke for, for, you know, for the purpose of this podcast. So Bo got chased and some of his tail feathers got pulled out and he was really upset about that. Nothing happened to him. It was just kind of a scary moment. Well, that night he didn't come back to the barn hmm. and I was so upset. Christy, I got my, um, I got my flashlight. Brandon got his, our phone flashlights and our big flashlights. And we walked around in the hot and the dark for at least an hour and a half, two hours. You know, at that time, he's probably roosting in a tree and he is scared and doesn't want to come back to the barn. And it was terrible. Like we looked and looked and looked and looked and looked. Well, the next day he was back. So I was like, okay, he just had a moment. He was stressed out. It was awful though. I was really worried about him. And then about a week passes and he decides not to come back again. And, and I was like, no, cause at night, Christy, you know, cause Christy's farm sat, you got to count two tom turkeys one two and you got to look up in the rafters one two three peacocks you know i don't count the little ones but i like the geese i always know i have seven geese one baby and two little baby turkeys like i know them all and well, christy it, let me let me ahead. let me interject and say yes you do have to count on the animals and the reason is because you do live out in the middle of nowhere nowhere and there are predators around and so it's it's important that that um, you make sure everybody's in the barn. And it's rare that a predator gets in the barn. We did have it ha happen recently and we plugged the holes, which also relates to code red. I'll bring that back around. Mm -hmm. um, yep. 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 So many truths. So um, I could not, Oh, Brandon and I searched. It was at least two hours. I mean, and of course, by the time you realize it, it's pretty dark. And again, we live in the middle of nowhere. You can hear the coyotes, you know, you can hear, everyone's put away except for Bo Duke. And I could not find him anywhere. I was so upset, but I thought maybe he'll just come back. He's a strong bird. He's a big bird. Maybe he'll fly up to the top of a tree and just hang out there and he'll be fine until morning. And then he can get over this little attitude problem he's having. And he did not come back to the barn, Christy. And mm. the next day, Brandon drove to take Anne Marie to school and he was dead on the side of the road. Mm. And something had just torn him apart, like peacock feathers everywhere. And, you know, I was so upset, but I thought to myself, not that there's any justification in this, but gosh, darn it. I stood over his little peacock body and I just said, Bo, if you had just come back to the barn, you would have lived. I don't know what got him. I don't know how it got him. Maybe he was getting down for a drink of water. And, you know, we've got bobcats around here. Who knows? They're silent. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there, obviously. I looked right where he was killed. And I don't know if a, something chased him up a tree. I don't know. But, Christy, it broke my heart. And I looked at his body and I said, if you would just have come back to the barn, you would still be alive. You had gotten over your stubborn feelings. 
excuse me, your hurt feelings, your anxiety, you're being upset with the barn, upset with the dogs, upset with the situation. If you just gotten over that and come back to the safety of the barn, you would have lived. And this lesson brought me back to code red. Uh, a large percentage of people who lose weight gain their weight back. And even the best of us do. Uh, we've, we've had coaches and mentors in the past. We had leaders. We've had rebels that have been strong rebels for a long time. Just like Bo Duke was a big, strong peacock. He still got taken down. And just like, because he didn't come back to the barn, and just like our rebels, they were strong. They had been at goal weight for a long time. They knew the program. They knew everything, but they did not come back to the safety of the barn and unfortunately gain their weight back. And it's so, it parallels perfectly with what we're talking about today. You've got to come back to the barn. You, you, you can't, um, you can't ignore the safety of the barn because it's a big barn, by the way. It's, it's great. You've got fans in it. You know, you've got, it's, it's there, there are lights in there. It's very, they're spread out. Everybody can have their own space. It's not crowded. It's a really, really big barn. That's why it's so hard to farm sit for you. Cause you got to clean out the barn every day and everybody sleeps in the barn at night where there's protection and everybody comes when you, when you want protection in your, in your, your weight loss journey, you've got to come back to the barn, which is the code red community. Christy it is, it's such a huge parallel. It's such a huge parallel. Like you said, it was a big bird. It's, you know, I can understand a hawk reaching down and grabbing a baby chicken. I get that. I get that foxes get our big chickens, but a hawk could never haul off a peacock. A hawk couldn't, I mean, a, a fox, as far as I know, I mean, these are, these are 50 pound birds. I mean, these are big birds and maybe even more. So it, it can't, so it's not the predator you always might think it is. Sometimes it's something you don't think, something you can't hear coming behind you. Oh, it's okay. You can go ahead and buy crackers and put them in the cupboard. Mm. Oh, it's okay. You know what? I, I bought too many of those. I'm going to go ahead and put the rest in the refrigerator. I'm going to go ahead and put my daughter's leftovers in the fridge. And it's this sneaking up behind you. It's a mountain lion that comes up behind you and you can't hear it until it's too late. But had you been in the barn, you would have been fine. We have rarely been able to have any, <clears throat> we recently had a raccoon make its way into the barn and it took the heads off of trigger warning of like two guineas, killed them, just took the heads off, was typical of a raccoon. So we knew what was going on. So boy, howdy, Christy, as soon as we realized that there was a problem, we put vinegar on the whole outside of the house, uh, outside of the barn, and we plugged the holes. So there have been predators that have gotten inside Code Red. There have been toxic people. So yes, sometimes the barn might seem scary, but as soon as Christy realizes that there's a predator, she plugs the holes and she just dumps apple. She uses apple cider vinegar. <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> she puts it on the whole outside of the barn. But my point is that you're still safer in the barn with the chance of a raccoon getting in than out in the wild where there's coyotes, where there's bobcats, where there's foxes, where there's all manner of nighttime predators that you may not even hear coming until it's too late. You know, one of our Code Red certified coaches gained back all 100 pounds that she had lost, and it all started with a cupcake. It all started with one cupcake. It was one cupcake. And I, you guys, why, I always bring up this example whenever I say, like, not this exact example, but I always say, 
cupcakes from your granddaughter's birthday. This was a cupcake left over from her granddaughter's birthday party. And she left it on the counter and she ate it. And then it triggered her to want to bake more. And then she left that on the, it was one cupcake. It was so small. It was so insidious and she didn't see it coming. And she thought she had this and Bo Duke, such a big bird that he just, oh. he, he was one of the biggest birds on the, in fact, he was the biggest bird on the farm. Okay. And so he was the, the, the king of the, the king of the farm. You know, there was nothing that was, but at nights when he got out of the barn, when in the, in the cloak of darkness, in the, in the quiet, uh, if it, I don't know how they got him, but somehow they got him and that cupcake got her because she didn't come back to the safety of the barn and she disconnected and she let, and man, it happens quick. I know that for me, anytime I've ever gained any weight back, man, it's just so sneaky. It's so insidious. It's so like, you don't even think about it. You think, Oh, I got this. No, see, there's a big difference between you can do it and you don't got this. Cause you, you don't, the birds need to be in the barn. Everybody needs to be in the barn at night. And Christy, the barn, I mean, if we're just looking at this completely metaphorically, the barn could be different things for different people. So depending on where you are in your journey, the barn could be in maybe one of our coaching your corner or VIP programs where you're directly connected, listening to my voice every day, listening to Christy's voice every day, listening to one of our certified coaches, going to the weekly meetings for you. The barn could be, I don't miss a podcast. I have to watch the podcast every single week and I take notes. I write in my journal about it for you. The barn could be, I'm in the code red network and I spend free time instead of scrolling through Instagram, looking at people's food posts and their chocolate creations and all the other bull crap. I spend my time in there. And even though I'm on this journey, I'm encouraging other rebels that could be the barn to you. Like, Hey, Sally, you look amazing. Or Betty, how do you get your water in every day? I would love to know how just spending time with that community and, and not to belabor the point, but the barn could look like at the time of this recording, coming to our fall retreat in September, you may never even be in the network, but you come once a year or twice a year, you pay your money, you come to the beautiful Tamarack resort and you sit and you, you one-on-one -on -one, eye to eye face to face with the community. That could be the barn. I don't know what it looks like for you. It could be rereading Christie's book. I'm not saying that you have to do this one certain thing, but whatever it looks like for you, you know what your safety zone is. Oh yes, you do. And when you get outside of it, you could definitely be in trouble. The barn for all of us is getting on the scale every single morning and Absolutely. weighing ourselves every single morning. Uh, it, this is one of the foundational rules of code red. And why is it? Because that number is the first line of defense that tells us whatever we did yesterday should be repeated or avoided the barn for all of us is drinking our water every single day because a lack of water, even a 1% drop in dehyd in hydration could yield a 10% drop in strength. And, and you could get foggy brain. You could, it could manifest itself as hunger pangs. It, it's that, that is, that is the basic everybody. That's the barn for everybody to scale the water and the barn for everybody is getting at least seven hours of sleep every night. Uh, making sure that your sleep score is in the eighties, making sure that you, um, you have good bedroom boundaries. That is that's basic barn here. That's best barn. One Oh one is the safety of the barn is getting on that scale, drinking your water and adhering to your route, to your bedtime routine and getting a good night's sleep. I a hundred percent. I didn't even think about it from that perspective, but it's absolutely true. 
And you know, when the lights go off, sometimes in the barn, Christy, the guineas start up and they like they do. And I can hear chickens and everybody's getting rearranged. And I want you to know that not everybody likes everybody in the barn. Uh, some, some of the chickens don't like the turkey. In fact, I have a baby turkey, uh, about this big. So cute. They're so adorable. Um, they're out with the flock now. Well, they got up on the top roost next to the big toms. They wanted to go up there. So they flew up there. They got up there. They're tiny. The toms are huge. And one of the other chickens was pecking the baby turkey on the head. And, uh, that Tom like got onto that chicken. So you're not always going to get along with everyone in the barn. You may not even like everybody in the barn. You may not even like Christy. I hope if you're watching this podcast, you like Christy, you may not like me and my style and the way I say things, but it doesn't negate the fact that the barn is still safe, that the rules still exist. The safety is still there. Even if you don't like the way we say things. The I, I miss Facebook. Oh, I miss Facebook. Well, you know what? The rules still exist, whether you like, whether we're on Facebook or not. Do you see what I mean? You're not always going to like the way we do things, but the barn still is safe, regardless of how we feel about what's going on or who may be in the barn with us. Even if there is bickering in the barn, I have, when I house sat for you and I've been there plenty of times, I like to go do farm chores with you. Um, there is bickering in the barn. They, they do. Sometimes they don't get along and there's noise in there. And sometimes they, they, they just, they, they do, they kind of bicker and they kind of, um, they kind of conflict with each other, but it's heck of a lot better than being by yourself excommunicated. And like, and, and by, you know, back in earlier tribal days, if you were, if you were kicked out of the tribe, you would die. You, you have to be in, uh, in the tribe in order to survive. And so you cannot be outside the barn. That is, is almost certain death in, a, in, in an area where Carrie lives, where it's so rule and these animals are pre they're prey these these chickens are prey these are not predators as she has they're all and and we are and carrie is a good steward of these animals as the owner of the barn as the steward as the leader of the flock it is her job to plug the holes and it is my job to protect you in code red it's my job to make sure the barn's got good ventilation to make sure that they that we're clean, keeping it cleaned up in there every day carrie sweeps out that barn carrie and brandon sweep out the barn it's really a lot of hard work and i'm telling you i just had to let an employee go because it wasn't it wasn't good for the greater good of the barn and so as as the owner of the barn for me in code red it is my job to keep the barn clean keep it functionally keeping vent get, keep it ventilated keep the uh, keep the air conditioning right in there, keep the temperature right, keep the animals happy as best I could. But it might all, not always be ideal, but it's a sure heck of a lot better than being outside where the predators can get you. Um, I recently had a rebel, Christy, mention to me that she enjoys when we talk about spiritual things. She said that she wasn't raised in church. And so oftentimes Christy and I do talk about spiritual things. We talk about Jesus. Now, if you don't believe that way there, that's fine. Um, we are, we don't want to alienate anyone that doesn't believe like we do, but there are still truths that exist, um, in any religion, even if we don't agree. I mean, Buddhism has some amazing truths. I'm not Buddhist. I still think they're truths. So I, on that note, let me preach at you for you a minute. Let me, let me give you some word. Are you ready, Christy? Mm -hmm. Ready. Uh, Psalm 91, one, whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, 
my God in whom I trust. Psalm 32, seven, you are my hiding place. Hmm. You will protect me from the trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Um, I love Psalm 91, four, he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you will find refuge. And so whether that's your spiritual life, when you get out of practicing your spirituality, uh, your belief system, your relationships, when you get out from under that, you're in a danger zone. And let me say something. It wasn't the first night that Bo got out. That was the problem. Mm. Yeah. He got away with it once. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You may be able to bring home all the junk food and eat it all, see your weight go up and be like, oh, I got to get this under control. And maybe, maybe it was fine. Maybe you didn't let any more junk food. Sometimes it's not the first time that gets you. Mm. Sometimes that predator, you were lucky. You got back in the barn the next couple of nights. So you start getting cocky. Well, I don't need to sleep in that barn. I don't need Bo. I don't need Luke Duke. I don't need no Daisy Duke. I don't need no chickens squawking at me all night. I don't need to hear the guineas fighting, the males and then the females. They're so loud. I don't want to hear the geese in the morning. I'm going to do my own thing. And it could be that next time. Now, we're not threatening. We're not trying to threaten you and make you scared. We're just making you aware that if Bo had gone in the barn, he would still be alive. He'd still be my peacock here. It's mm-hmm. devastating to drive down the road and see feathers. And you cannot even believe how many feathers because they have an undercoat. So that beautiful undercoat and all those feathers were all over the road. And in the same manner, it is devastating. I don't want to cry. Sorry. I'm trying not to cry. It's devastating beyond words. When Christy and I see all the feathers on the road of what happened to you when you left the barn, it's devastating. It's devastating to see your pictures. Mm -hmm. It's devastating to hear the stories and see you start hiding from the camera again. It's devastating. It breaks. Doesn't it break our hearts, Christy? Every time it breaks our hearts. The same way I felt when I drove down the road and I saw Bo on the side of the road, just smeared everywhere. That's how I feel when I see you guys leave the barn and get, get just back where you were in pain and suffering. It feels the same way to me. It really does. Okay. Sorry. It was, it's devastating to walk through the Costco food court and see you uh, in there eating, eating the, the junk and seeing how big you've gotten. It's, it's devastating. Carrie, I walked up to Winco and I saw one of my rebels standing outside of Winco and eating a pizza off of a paper plate. And she saw me and I saw her and we recognized each other. Just yesterday, I was in Elmer's eating breakfast and, and I kept hearing code red this, code red that in my good ear. And I turned around, it, were, it was one of my rebels who was going to breakfast with her friend and she was so shameful. She had her head down and she was just doing this. And it is, it's devastating to hear that she gained back all her weight and when, when, when she lost it all and she thought she had it. She was cocky, just like Bo Duke. She thought she would be fine outside the barn and look what happened. All 50 pounds back on. And it is, it is just as hurtful for Carrie and I to see you put that weight back on. And it, it doesn't have to happen because I'm telling you the deck is stacked against you in our society. There are Mike and Ike's and Swedish fish and baby roots. When you go to home Depot and you try to buy some nails, they're right there at your eye level. It's surrounding you at every turn. You have got to have the safety of the barn because out there in our society, it's all about money. There's no money in healthy people. It's all about how much food can we sell you? And so 
you don't have a support system. I'm even if you've got a supportive spouse, more than likely you don't have enough of a support system outside the barn. So you've got to, you've got to stay close to code red. You've got to let us help you stay safe at night in the cloakness of darkness, the cloak, yes. cloakness of darkness, <laughs> the cloakness, um, the cloak, I the think cloak. it's the cloak, cloak but of darkness. Cloak. there we go. I was going to, I was going to say, Christy, that I, I do want to put out there that does this mean you can never have Costco pizza? Does this mean you can never go to Elmer's? Does this mean you can never have Swedish fish? That's not what we're saying. Once you get to goal, you're just eating a certain way to get to a goal. Once you get to goal, we teach you how, if you really want those items, you can incorporate them back into your life in a very specific way. So I'm not saying that the Costco pizza that one time is what did it for you, but I'm saying that one choice when you're not at goal keeps it compounds and it leads to the, the more choices down the road. So I, I don't think I have to say that because now in our society, we're so like, don't tell me what I can't eat. Okay. Okay, fine. So then when you have diabetes, I'm going to be the one nurse. Mm. Carrie is going to be the one showing you how to use your new insulin pen. Yeah. So don't yep. forget, don't forget that it's not without, we're not saying you can't have those things. We're just going to shade. We're going to teach you a better way to live life incorporating those things if you want them once you get to where you want to be where you're at a correct weight for your for your age for your size for everything that's what we're saying to you but i agree with christy it is it is heartbreaking beyond words and that's what made me cry and it's that is authentically how i feel when i see the people that i love i listen to you cry i listen to your stories i held you i gave you hugs some of you and then to see you go back, like I had Bo Duke when he was a baby. I listen to Luke out there now. Ah, ah, I can't do the voice, but he cries for his Aww. brother and his brother is gone. And it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Brandon goes, he's calling for him. He doesn't know what happened. And that's the community looks around for you. Yes. We're trying to figure out where you are. Have you heard from so-and-so? Where are they? I look on Facebook and you've unfriended me. Yes. I look on Instagram and, and you, you blocked me. Yep. You blocked me because you didn't go back to the barn. So you're blocking me because you don't like the way I say things and you don't like the way that Christy says things. So now I, you can't even watch my chicken videos anymore. Cause you're so mad about where your life has led you. Oh, I'm getting fired yep. up. What's a crying and a fired up episode, Christy. That's exactly right. Though. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Guys, we didn't create the code red community for Carrie and me. We are fine. You know, like we, we've kept our weight off. Carrie's kept over a hundred pounds off for over 10 years. I'm doing fine. I'm going to be getting on stage and I'm going to be, I've got my own goals. I've got my own thing going on here. I don't need the code red app for me. Uh, we did it for you. We created a code red community for you. The whole barn, Carrie and Brandon and the dogs, they sleep in the house. They don't need the barn. The barn is for the flock and the code red community is for you to stay connected, to find support, education, information, and love. We love you guys. And we want you to be in the barn at night to stay protected so that you don't end up like Bo Duke. We hope you enjoyed this episode of rebel weight loss and lifestyle, the safety of the barn. You guys will see you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop 
free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Oh, 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 oh,